Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show, where you can learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbooked job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Now, today, we're going to be talking all about house hacking and going to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference and then becoming successfully unemployed and quitting your job and never working for anybody again and how you can, too. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super pumped to have you here with me on the show with the Master Passive Income Show. Now, it is so terrific to see how many people's lives are being changed just by investing in real estate. I mean, I love investing in real estate. That's something that I do to provide for myself and my family and seeing other people change their lives as well. I mean, that's just so such a blessing. Now, I've had many people reach out to me just from listening to the podcast saying that they have changed their life because they bought their first property or 10th property or even quit their job or even house hacking. I have literally had people say that while they're on their way driving to sign a lease on their next apartment, you know, they're going to stay in there for a year. As they're listening to my podcast, they're getting the idea that house hacking could be a great way to go. They get there and they're about ready to sign on the lease for the year long lease. And they said, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm actually going to house hack instead. And so people are seeing that investing in real estate is not something for the wealthy. They're super rich, the ones with connections and lots of money and all that sort of stuff and lots of experience. No, it's literally for anybody. If I can do it, you absolutely can do it too. And today I'm bringing on a guest who has become an investor. And first he came to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. He knew that he wanted to be an investor and came to RubeCon, learned lots and lots of stuff. And then three months later, quit his job to become a successful investor. And he's going to show us how he did it and how you can do it too, and how his first property was a house hack and how you can make sure that you are living for free or getting other people to pay your mortgage for you. All right, here is Vincent Celeste, who came to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, changed his life and how you can do it too. All right, here we go. Vincent, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Now, this is a great visit. So you and I first met at RubeCon, or the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, in March here in Phoenix. And it was super fun to have you with so many other investors, so many other people that are in real estate investing, that we all really are just getting together as a community to help each other out. Now, you didn't always you know, start with real estate investing. Talk to us about um, what you're currently doing with your you know, investing and your, your business right now. And then we can go back into a little bit about your back history, about what you how you you actually got into the real estate investing. Yeah, sure. And and firstly, yeah, Rubicon was an excellent experience. So much of my journey actually accelerated. It's kind of crazy how quickly things can change here. And uh, meeting some like-minded people and kind of getting the motivation was very pivotal in just the past couple of months. So um, looking forward to the next one for sure. Um, yeah, but what I do currently in my my new W two, which is full time real full time in real estate, I do two things. Uh, one, I'm an active broker and investor in, in North Carolina, the Charlotte market. Um, and I spend, you know, my, my eight to five, if you will, um, in uh, the DeRosa group. DeRosa group, they're um, 
we buy multifamily properties in and around uh, you know Southeast Market, 100 unit plus properties. And um, yeah, so that's what I do. I, I help pro- to promote the uh, new work and I help raise capital there. So really excited to do that. So you, do you also find the properties on top of raising capital? Yeah, so a little bit there. Uh, we have several um, several factors of the business, right? There's, of course, the sales, marketing, there's um, strategic development, and also uh, analysis. My my job really, truly is, is capital raising. And in, when we talk a little bit about my background, we'll see kind of why Matt Fairfoth, I think, envisioned me more in that role. Um, but a big piece of my job is going to be strategic development and kind of building partnerships and, of course, broker relationships, which is, you know, huge in, in this market, uh, the large multifamily market. So um, absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to source some deals for the group as well. That's terrific. So now is it in a specific city or do you invest all over the country? My personal investments are in and around Charlotte. Got uh, it. Are going to I- be in and around Charlotte too. And, uh, but DeRosa Group, we're in Lexington right now, uh, Winston-Salem, and exploring markets in Huntsville, um, just all the Southeast tertiary markets. Got it. Got it. Got it. So talk to us a little bit about what you were doing before and then what got you into your own investing and now moving into where you're working on capital raising for multifamily because that's not an easy thing to do. So talk to us about how you transitioned and what you were doing before. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm leaving my W-2 full time. I'm an engineer turned program manager in the defense space, uh, defense and technology space. Um, and the last role I had, I was a proposals and negotiation manager. And so what that looks like is the government or you know Lockheed Martin or major prime contractor like that will come to us looking for a military equipment. And my job is to kind of take that RFP. And it was my baby from then on. And uh, we, we craft a proposal. And I go back to our internal management and say, hey, we should do this at this price. It's going to make this much money. Uh, develop the business plan with a team of people with inputs and kind of managing that process from beginning to end. Um, yeah, so it was, it was more internal sales, right? My customer was internal. I was pitching opportunities to my internal customer being upper management and trying to get the, the yes or no there. So, um, you know, alluded to it earlier, but that's very similar to what I'm going to be doing now, but with something that I've been building a a knowledge base in and something I'm a lot more passionate about uh, in the real estate space. So along with that, you do also your own personal investing. Do you have any of your own investment properties right now? Yeah. Yeah. So we're uh, talking to you. I'm talking to you from inside a house hack. And this is just, it's a four bedroom, four bath house hack in Huntersville. Anyone's familiar with the Charlotte market. And uh, the way that looks, I'm just renting out the three spare bedrooms. Uh, I'm I'm talking to you from my bedroom slash office, um, and it's it's great. But you get to you get to live for free and save up to buy your next investment and and kind of recycle that and do it over and over again. That's that's the plan here. So uh, the way things look for me at now and in the future, uh, I have that down payment saved, and I'm looking to get the next one. And now that I'm in real estate full time, I'm I, I really feel like it's a uh, powder keg ready to explode here. So I'm really eager to, to kind of see where things go and accelerate um, in and around this market. And totally, because right now it's go- it really is going to be the best time, almost in modern history, to buy real estate. We know that 
recently it's been a seller's market to where prices are you know going up and up and up and we're having to really almost bid on properties but we as investors we don't do that we make sure that we buy it lower than it's worth but we see it changing i i personally see the market changing where interest rates are going up which takes a lot of people out of the market which means prices either stop going up and start to come down because there's less people buying it um, that on right. top of people have to live anywhere. That's what the great thing about real estate. It's like people need to eat. They need to, uh, you know, drink water. They need to have protection and they need to sleep someplace. So as long as we're providing someplace for somebody to live in or have a business in or something like that, real estate's never going to go anywhere. So I That's love true. that. Now, talk to us about that house hack. How did it's a great idea to do a house hack. So you have uh, is it so it's not a, a fourplex. It's one house and you have three other rooms, correct? And you're renting out those other ones. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's not for everybody. See, the other thing I, f- I failed to mention is, you know, as an active agent, I've sold a few houses here, and a, and one of them is a duplex for an investor, client, friend of mine who's going to be house hacking too. So there's plenty of strategies to kind of get some passive income coming through your 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 primary residence. And what we're talking about now, my my investment is just one of those, and it's not for everybody, right? So um, yeah, it's it, I, I live in one bedroom and I rent out the extra three. Um, I have a few tips about that. Um, firstly, I'm, and the investor is going to, the investor side of me is going to, you know, scoff at this, but I, I undercharge my rooms for sure, certainly. Uh, and I'm also have, I have everybody on the month to month lease. Uh, I undercharge because I had hundreds of applications for these three bedrooms when I put them on. Um, you know, I'm working full time too, and I want, I want friends to live with me, not just, you know, anybody. So, I, I, I weigh under, not, I shouldn't say weigh under charge, but I'm definitely not at market right now. And I get to pick from a, a larger pool of people, um, people that I think I can share a beer with after work. And, um, and it's been great. Yeah, they're all month to month leases. So as, you know, my life changes and things get changed dynamically, um, you know, we get to get to kind of flow with that. Um, but yeah, the way that came to fruition was kind of, I was an engineer by trade first and really paying that rent. Uh, you know, my rent was $1,200 a month. Um, so uh, I wasn't seeing much savings going up. And, you know, it's, I started to kind of put that together and, and even panic a little bit. And that's really going back to ground zero of my interest in real estate. That was, that was it, the panic of, you know, how, how am I going to do this for the, the next 45, 50 years? And, and am I, when am I going to have to show for it at the end? So uh, I, I, immediately tried to figure out ways. I did so many funny things like opening, um, you know, drop shipping companies and things like that. But, but you learn skills along the way, you know, social media marketing and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so eventually I, I moved back home in with my parents, you know, 25. I don't think many people like want to do that. But uh, yeah, I moved back home. I saved up and, and we had bought this house really as soon as COVID hit because I was working in New York and, and, everybody went remote, you know, so it kind of opened the door to get out of New York and into a market that where I can afford a house. And um, it's paid off ever since I actually, I've never paid, I haven't made one single mortgage payment on this house. But did you say it's, it's currently paid off? Like there's no mortgage on it right now? Oh, no, as in when the first mortgage payment came due, because you get, you have to wait a month and then by month two, the mortgage comes in. I, by the time month two came and my mortgage payment was due, um, no, that everything was rented out and I haven't had to come out of pocket. So, that's terrific. That, yeah. That's, that's awesome. And you're since 2020, 
I mean, it's almost two years now that you have been able to have other people actually live in your property and rent it out, make money on that and pay off the mortgage. And so talk to us about how we can, if we're going to do some sort of house hack like this, because usually we think of a house hack, or at least I do. And when I explain it is you buy a duplex, you live in one unit and then rent out the other one. Now, when you're renting out per room, much more, many more dynamics as far as like personalities and, and, you know, what about the kitchen? Who's going to clean up the kitchen? All that sort of stuff. Uh, Do you have ground rules? Like, did you lay everything's out? Like, talk to us about how, how to make sure that something like this works where you're renting out these rooms, but everybody hopefully gets along. Yeah, I I have. So a lot of my investor clients that I help as an agent are interested in house hacking because that's, that's where I have the most experience. Um, And my first piece of advice for anybody is to find a house that you actually like, because this is a little bit of an experiment. And I bought this house. I, I knew I was comfortable making the payments if it didn't work. Um, but but you have to like the house because it's a little bit of an experiment. If it doesn't work out, you want to be able to, to not regret purchasing that property, right? And so you can only, only good can happen from that. If you get a house that you like and you can try to offset it, only good things can, can come of it, right? You're only going to come out in the green or, you know, closer to the yellow. So, um, yeah, that, that's my first bit of advice for people. And then yeah, the second thing is to um, be realistic about the market. So a few hacks that I did and, and you know, steal this directly before I even put an offer on the house. I stole the pictures off Zillow. I posted it on Craigslist and posted it for rent. And before I made an offer like that, this was the height of COVID, too. So, you know, housing was scarce before the, the next morning I was making the offer of uh, Tons of applicants already just on this, you know, and I, and I told them, sorry, it's already taken or whatever. But, but, you know, I had a ton of confidence going into it that the numbers that I had planned worked. And that's also a strategy I'm using now in my single family investing and that sort of stuff when I'm underwriting those type of properties, uh, small multifamily too. Um, so that's the first thing to, to check the, the, to like the house and check the, the numbers. And then thirdly, if you're, if you're talking about, um, if you're talking about a single family house, especially goes back to something that I alluded to earlier is. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that accomplished at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin, Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Get get the amount of money you need out of it, not all the money you can. Um, See, so yeah, I can definitely scrape together a couple extra $100 a month out of this property. And, you know, I, I it, that'd be great. But really having roommates in place who don't want to leave because it's such a good opportunity for them and, you know, have the flexibility, it's really a win-win. 
um, for, for everybody. Um, they, they, they can leave their here on month to month leases. They can say for everyone they want, they're charged under, under market rent. I get roommates that I, that, that take care of the house with me. And, um, it's been just spectacular that way. That's terrific. So you went and bought this in 2020 and then 2022 March is when we had RubeCon. What made you decide to go to the real estate wealth builders conference and get plugged in there? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I bought this house in 2021. So it's only been a year and it, yeah, it, it talked about scary times too. That was, we didn't really know um, what was going to happen. Now it, it worked out, but yeah, so that my pathway really has been, so I moved down to North Carolina in 2021 and that's when, you know, I, I, I committed, I think people get serious about real estate where they're, they, they're committed, but there's a step to getting committed to it. Right. And I, I was learning for, a year before that while I was saving up and, and such. But once I moved down here, I really got committed to it. So my pathway to RubeCon and how we got to meet and all that stuff is I, I'm just adamant about trying to add value to people as soon as you can. And, you know, being realistic about where your skill sets are and coming down here, not having the money now, because I just bought this house. I said, well, how can I do more in real estate? And so I got my license. Um, it's still very easy to do. Anyone listening, you can do it online. I think it was like $275. I did it online and uh, I got it more involved that way. And I joined a, a group called Five Pillars, um, put on by Shelby and, and Michael Glaspy. And they were attracted to me because they are interested in their investor focused agents and they invest in all sorts of stuff, Airbnbs, even syndications, all that. And I was already kind of gearing myself towards a multifamily space for several factors we could discuss too. Um, so yeah, so I became an agent, got as active as I can outside of my W2. I, I you know, had a pretty demanding job as a proposals and negotiation manager. And yeah, just, just tried to learn and add value to that community as much as possible. And I heard about real estate wealth builders in the conference and everybody who was going there. And I decided I couldn't miss out. And um, I'm glad I did <laughs> because it definitely, is, definitely paid off. And you know, finding... Finding like-minded people um, has been the most rewarding part of real estate because when you find that people are attracted to the passive income aspect of it, and usually it's for reasons that are are good, you know, I, I find, and they're, they're people who want to live big, exciting life. So it's cool to surround yourself with people like that. I totally agree. And when I was thinking about creating the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, it was like, how do I get my friends and all of their communities? How do we get us all together to really just to help each other out? And I love how, and everybody listening, you need to realize that what Vincent said was absolutely right on. Like, how can I provide value to somebody else or other people, multiple other people, and leading with value to help somebody else out you get so many more people that want to reciprocate, that want to do it in return. And if you come, I'll, I'll give you examples. So just recently, this last week, I was at a conference. It was a podcasting conference. And I really enjoy talking and networking with people. It's great. But there was one, one person in particular, there's been a couple, but one person literally stands out. It was, she was the most taking person ever. She acted like she was trying to, you know, get, provide value. But you can tell her only goal was to, like, take it was horrible. And I could not wait. Like I was trying to get away, like actively trying to get away just because this, I could just tell this person was only self-interested, but the people mm -hmm. that were giving that wanted to lead with value and help other people, I'm like, man, this is the type of person I want to be around because that's what I want to do. Number one, but number two, 
we both help each other out rather than the other person who is just literally taking. And so when we brought in like Shelby and you probably know Alex Felice and, and uh, David Perret, you know, bringing up my friends who we've met at other conferences and we network and we get along so well. And I thought, let's just help everybody out. And so bringing everybody together for the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference was such a way to build a community that of, of really like-minded people. Because I, I know that people that either find me irritating, my personality might find them irritating, you know, they, they don't stay. But the ones that kind of stick around have a similar type of, you know, a view. They want to help people. And so when we brought everybody together, it was great. So Vincent, what was some takeaways from the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference that really helped you to get to where, you know, you're working for the, uh, uh, how do you pronounce it? Is it DeRosa? DeRosa. Yeah, DeRosa Group. Yes. Right. The yeah, Russell so, Group. Now you're also doing your investing. Like, tell me some takeaways that you had from the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Well, the number one thing you learn by just meeting people in this space when you meet total rock stars and you find out they're just people, right? And we've all started. Uh, you know, I hope one day to, to come back on the podcast and talk about so much more than my house hack, right? Uh, I, I can't wait for that day. But you know, you meet people who are just totally killing it, and you talk to them about about how they're doing it. And you just start to find out that you're more similar to those people than you realize. And you start to build confidence that, that you can do it too. Um, so that's, that's why I joined Five Pillars in the first place. And then going to, to uh, Rubicon was really just, uh, you know, punctuated that so heavily. And going back to the adding value thing. So I, I alluded to earlier, I've always had an, uh, had an interest in the multifamily space. That's where I, I, I thought I was going to take this eventually. And to be totally transparent, my pathway to financial freedom was going to be really working my W-2 job and quietly acquire property and, and then eventually make an escape. But um, while I was doing that, I was looking for ways to add value to people. I would underwrite property and send them to people. I would uh, write you know, analyses on market analysis and stuff unprompted, just, just trying to add value. And people start to notice that, hey, one, he's interested in this stuff. He, he's learning. Um, and he's very serious. And so the way uh, DeRosa Group, the opportunity came to fruition was uh, really through Michael Glaspie and Five Pillars. Um, DeRosa had approached him with, you know, looking for somebody who might be able to fill this role. And he thought of me. And, and that's because, you know, you're, you're trying to learn and, and people see you doing that. And these little wins, um, you don't see them until all of a sudden the opportunity slaps you in the face. And so... Um, I'm really excited to be here. It's been a week and a half in the role and um, their values align so closely with what uh, I'm trying to do. Uh, transforming lives through real estate is, is DeRosa Group's um, uh, trademark. So uh, it's just, it, it goes back to what we even said before we started talking about DeRosa Capital, which is people in this space, it's, you want to surround yourself with good people who are doing good things, but also trying to you know, create wealth for themselves. And so um, it feels good to be part of that community and um, yeah, see where things go. And um, I plan on working very hard for them. Now talk to us about, because you said you've analyzed multifamily. Now that's something that we uh, we always, I think, should start, you know, basically be playing Monopoly the whole entire time. You start with land, then you get a house, and you get multiple houses, then eventually you get to multifamily. Can you talk to us a little bit quick about the differences between single family versus multifamily? Because a lot of people, they come to me and they say, well, Dustin, I want to go into multifamily. I'm like, that's a great idea. Let's start talking about it. And they, when I start 
unfolding it, like, oh, wow, there's so much more into it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's it's commercial. It's, it's a lot more that we have to think about. But at the same time, it's fantastic. If you could jump right to multifamily, if you have the ability to do that, go right ahead. That's where we want to get to as investors. So talk to us a little bit about that multifamily prospect. Absolutely. I, yeah, I 100% agree with the Monopoly game. And that was that's why I was trying to dig this well, or I was trying to make these connections in multifamily, because I thought I was going to have a little portfolio of single family houses and then try to pivot. So um, and, and excited that it's happened so much here. Um, yeah, multifamily is great for really two reasons. Uh, firstly, the, the truly passive investor, it, I, I can't think of a much more passive way to invest in real estate than being a limited partner on a syndication. Now, uh, DeRosa Group focuses on value add proposition, which I think is there's a huge market for, especially in this economy, where you know forcing equity is going to be a really important um, you know business a factor right now in underwriting these deals. So for the passive investor, um, multifamily is attractive for really those obvious reasons, right? You can get you can get really great returns and be completely hands-off. Now for the active investor, there's so much to talk about regarding uh, risk mitigation, right? Because you're, you're going to diversify across your property is going to have many more tenants and your vacancy is going to be dependent on more than one tenant moving out of your single family house. Uh, so there's there's benefits financially that way. There is also benefits. The biggest one for me was the benefits of working in a group. Um, going back to the value thing, I, I and, and I want to find a team. So finding deals that are big enough for a group of people to invest in uh, who are like-minded and want to do the same thing you want to do is just a good feeling that you know I'm looking forward to being uh, a participant in. Um, and then also there's the economy of scale aspect of this. So you'll you'll hear people talk about this a lot. Where closing on a duplex or a triplex or you know ten unit is almost as much work as closing on a fifty unit, or the fifty units is as much work as closing on the hundred unit. And then when you close on a hundred unit, now you can hire a full time property management staff to stay on on staff there, and it becomes even more passive for the general partners who are active in the deal. Um, so yeah, so there, there's economic factors, and then there's also personal factors, which which are the team factors and wanting to work uh, to know yourself, right? Uh, when you're in the single family space, you're wearing all the hats, and you're not your operations, your sales, you're you're doing it all. And in multifamily, you get to kind of really build your skill set and do what 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 you think you're good at, and um, do with people that you like. So. So when you say value add for everybody who didn't understand what that meant, basically buying an existing multifamily, let's say a hundred unit or however big, but you buy an existing one that's undervalued, which means it's not rented for as much as it should. There's vacancies and things like that. Then you get it up to, cause you're, it's basically a business. That's really what it is. It's a business, even though it's a piece of real estate, it's not like a single family home. The comparables are of the single family home. That's how much of the value is. But the value is how much a business can make when you're looking at multifamily. So value add, buying it, making it rented out completely, or 90%, 95%, even 100%, raising the rents, making the property look better, um, as opposed to a new build. No new build, you start from scratch, you build it up, and then you sell it. Uh, now, Vincent, there's so many, if somebody's on the fence, because you went to RubeCon, and you are wanting to get this. If somebody's on the fence of thinking about going to RubeCon, what would you suggest to them about like getting past something or like what would your suggestion be for them to go to RubeCon? Yeah, the biggest, the biggest, and I'll be honest with the, the biggest reason I was considering not going was because I didn't think I was ready, right? I, I wanted to be able to 
capitalize on all these great conversations and have something again offer to these these people who are you know kind of blessing me with their time right and so those understand that when you go there um you're going to be surrounded by people who really genuinely want to help and uh everyone's there as a it's really think of it a, a convention of transferring knowledge and like like Dustin said there are people who take more than they give and you know, definitely be one of those people who give as much as you can. And if you don't have a portfolio to talk about and you don't have a ton of services to offer, the best way to reciprocate is by being active in the conversation, pay attention, stay connected and show them that you put into work um, the things that you that, that you talked about. Um, and it goes back to, to being shown as a, as a serious person in the space. So um, I, I think that you don't have um, a gate of being you know, this far ahead in your career, this, this portfolio, but there's a gate of being serious. And if, if, if you're serious and you want to invest and you want to learn, then, then it's the place to be. Love it. love it, man. Love it. Hey, Vincent, I know people would probably want to reach out to you, talk about the DeRosa group and see if they can invest with you. How can people find you online? How could they see what you're doing so they can catch up with you? Yeah, no, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, this is Vincent Celeste. And if you search me on Instagram, you'll find me, B Celeste REI. Um, actually, let me look it up. That's that's an embarrassing thing, but it's a new thing. And you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a reality of this. Um, you'll well, find what's my- fun is... Yeah, when we got on the show earlier, uh, just you know, when we first got started, you said you've never been on one of these before. I'm like, this is great. This is great. I I love that. Uh, you know, just normal everyday people can do this. Not everybody that's like you know, big Instagram influencers, podcasters, and all that sort of stuff. Anybody can invest in real estate. In fact, I believe, and I've seen so like hundreds of students of mine now, almost even thousands now, that we're just normal everyday people that figured out a way to do this, and we just buy real estate. So go ahead. Yeah, B Celeste REI on Instagram, at B Celeste REI on Instagram. You'll find me on LinkedIn too. Um, but yeah, you're totally right too. And there's there's a way to get out of your W2 and into real estate full time by adding value to people. Um, even if you don't have the passive income to replace, you know, you you can do this game full time if you've figured a way out to uh develop marketable skills. So and I love that you're literally fully immersed in real estate investing. And so being around those other people that have been doing it, they have a company, they do this. Uh, that, that's so much better than I would think personally going to a college and trying to learn about real estate investing from a professor who may, may or may not have actually done it, but you're literally working and you're even being paid to be there. I've even offered to pay to work with somebody like I'll pay you to work with you because you're, <laughs> I learned yeah. so much and the networking and everything. So I love that you are literally doing it. You're going to grow so much more by the time we have RubeCon next year. It's going to be great to see where you're at. So Vincent Celeste, thank you so much for being here on the show, man. Thank you, Dustin. Thanks for having me. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.